Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. No. We'll do it live! Do it live! Do it live! Justin. I'll write it and we'll do, do it live! Justin Bernal. Nothing makes me happier. Here's what I need to explain to you, producer. Good morning. Welcome to the morning. Good morning. Beat. Welcome to the what morning. What do you need to explain? When your host of the show, whose name is on the show, yeah, the morning beat with AJ and Michaela, for instance, hears a song playing, then thinks to himself, "Oh, here's how I'm going to intro the show," and then out of nowhere, his producer randomly plays audio for him to throw him off completely. You're welcome. No, I'm not. Welcome. To be fair, he does it for me because he knows I'm obsessed with that clip. Yeah, I've been obsessed with it too. The first 300 times we played it. Find a new one, Justin. Good morning. Welcome to the Morning Beat. We have a great show coming up for you. Kicking things off in about 12 minutes with So What Did I Miss? All the stories you may have missed while you were raging over the 4th of July weekend. Uh, rage, uh, raging like Michaela Gordon over here. She, honey, I was raging rapids. I was literally on fire all weekend long. There was no putting me out. I was Katy Perry firework. Even after you jumped into that river? Yes, honey. Where was that? So I went to go visit Kim Caldwell. And we, she lives, I'm not going to say where she lives, but where she's moved to, it's amazing. It's like a little island. And there's like a canal and it's like the ocean. Oh, Long Beach. A bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I can't say specifically where she lives because it's very much more specific than Long Beach. Pretty sure you tagged the yeah, uh, bridge you on your Instagram, yeah. so. No, I didn't. Well, I knew it was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I didn't say specifically where it was. Got Listen, it. she's a star, and so is her famous husband. We're not giving her house address to anyone. No, Got no, it. no. I jumped in the, the... That's how my weekend started. Well, actually, my weekend started with Elliot Yamin from American Idol. <gasps> One of my favorite idols of all time. Oh, my God. We had a gig Friday night. I... Look, we're going to have a check-in in segment. I forgot how much, like, singing and friends makes your mental health, like, so mm-hmm. good. I... Just, it was an incredible weekend. I like loved it. We're going to talk about it. You looked gorgeous this weekend. You also hung with your friends. I did have I have an incredible weekend. Also, we I think you to what you just said. Like we forgot how much fun it was to be alive. And we've yes. lived in the pandemic for the last year and a half, and we're still going through it. But things have changed a lot for many of us, and it's it feels good to hug people. And to not feel self-conscious and insecure and afraid that you're going to get somebody sick all the time. Yeah. Um, it was a really incredible weekend. Yeah, it was amazing. I got to sing. I got to swim. It was like everything that we all, that I needed. And uh, I'm so excited to talk about it. But now we're here. We're hosting. We've got stories for you. We're doing adult things. We're doing adult things. Do you want to do some news on the beat? I absolutely will. Do it. 
All right. So U.S. states with below average vaccination rates have almost triple the rate of new COVID-19 cases compared to states. Are you going to give me some music? Wow, Justin. Turn it up, Daddy. You don't have to that one To states with above average vaccination rates. This huge disparity underscores the two Americas that are emerging as life returns to normal in some areas and cases surge again in others. In the UK, Prime Minister Boris Johnson revealed plans to lift most lockdown rules by the middle of the month despite rising cases. We must reconcile ourselves, sadly, to more deaths from COVID. Now, his perspective is causing concern among health experts. In Thailand, a leaked memo from the country's health ministry is raising doubts about the efficacy of China's uh, vaccine. Now, in other news, search and rescue efforts at the Surfside condo collapse site have grown even more urgent as Elsa barrels toward the state. The tropical storm is expected to impact the west coast of Florida, but could bring rain and dangerous winds that would complicate the search. Sunday evening's demolition of the rest of the building has made efforts easier. The residents were not allowed to retrieve their belongings before the building was felled. It's terrible. Can you imagine that? Oh my God, no. That's the thing I was thinking of. Like, First of all, it's obviously nothing like losing your life or losing a loved one. But just knowing that everything you own is inside of a building. And you can't go in and get it. An hour earlier, you could walk, walk through freely, and then all of a sudden, you can't go back into it to get any of your belongings. I would be like, devastated. Like family photos, heirlooms, all that stuff. You're like, no, it's there. I just need to get it. Sorry, you can't. Yeah. Like, I couldn't wrap my brain it's around crazy. that. It's crazy. I would rather... I would rather like my place burn down when nobody's home. Yeah. And know it's there and not and be able to watch go it anything. get yeah. knocked down. It's That's difficult. just really, really sad. I feel so bad. Well, it's been almost two weeks since the collapse, but rescue teams are still holding out hope that they may find survivors in the rubble. So far, 117 people remain unaccounted for and 28 people are confirmed to have died. Wow. Just devastating. Um, all right, well, let's get into a little bit of weather. Now, this weather is brought to you, Summer's here, and it's queer, brought to you by McDonald's. It's going to be a high of 81 in Seattle today, 88 in Atlanta, 77 in Buffalo, 86 in Cleveland, 91 in Sacramento, 111 in Indio, and 111 in Cathedral City. Now, at McDonald's, get a small summer treat like the new Minute Maid Strawberry Watermelon Slushie. Or McCafe Fraps and smoothies for just two bucks. Now give us a vibe of the day. Sometimes the bravest and most important thing you can do is just show up. I love that. That also takes the pressure off. You're so brave for being here. You're, <laughs> you're so brave for being here too, Thanks. babe. Thanks. All right, coming up in So What Did I Miss? More than 60 ducks have been relocated. Uh, find out what they were doing coming up next. So what did I miss? What did I miss? Did you miss the news this weekend, Michaela? No, honey, I definitely did not miss this. Well, if you're like the two of us and you didn't really pay attention to what's going on over the weekend, don't worry, we've got you covered. I'm going to start off with this story because whatever article Justin sent me about a woman in New York City not really pulling up right now. So I'm going to go on to the next story because you sent me a bad link, Justin. So get on that, please. How about this? According to a U.S. One specific U.S. priest, exorcisms are on the rise in this country. Exorcisms? Uh Uh-huh. You want to know why? Why? Demons, demons, they've gotten creative. They're now haunting victims via text. Oh, my God. This is a real story. What does that mean, babe? Listen, okay. Monsignor Stephen Rossetti, is that Italian? Yeah. Watched the man in front of him. He saw his blue eyes turn yellow and the pupils shrink down to mere dots. He said they looked precisely like the eyes of a hissing snake. 
Not a hissing snake, honey. But the Monsignor knew what it really was. The man's altered appearance convinced him for a fact that the man was possessed by a demon. Okay, well, did he get the demon out of him? Well, apparently he's really good at this. Okay, well, he's worked in two different parishes in the diocese, diocese of Syracuse for years now. Uh, he's now based based in Washington D.C. and he's performed twenty exorcisms, not per year, whoa, per week. He's seventy years old. He said that his exorcism, two exorcisms per no, week. Twenty. Oh. Exorcisms have grown exponentially in the past decade or so because of technology. People are texting now. Does that People sound are... like conspiracy, though? Why, why or you that, guys why believe that? that? Be conspiracy? Demons are coming through your text messages? That doesn't sound insane. Well, I don't know if conspiracy is the word I would use. He's also an author of a book called American Exorcist, so he's probably trying to drum up business. I don't know if that's, that's a conspiracy. Sounds like a priest trying to make a little side cash. It sounds like a conspiracy, as ridiculous as it sounds, that, that Ch- Chrissy Teigen ate babies. That's how crazy it sounds to me. The demons are coming through text messages. Do you know what a conspiracy is? If one man who's trying to sell a book is telling the story, that does not make a conspiracy. If a group of people were rioting and storming the Capitol. Yeah, but QAnon people talk about like (laughs) demons coming through things. Well, maybe it is then. Maybe he's. Yeah, it is. Well, maybe he's saving us. Well, he's not saving us, and it's weird. So thank you, sir. We appreciate your work. Thank doing you very the Lord's much. Good work. Apparently. All right. Well, uh, Louisiana's doing the Lord's work because there were 60 ducks that were relocated from a neighborhood after residents complained of the birds overrunning their properties and fell and following uh, pedestrians. We have a clip. Take a listen. They've taken over the neighborhood. It's like the birds, the Alfred Hitchcock movie, but now it's the duck. We can't even open our blinds because the ducks will be there. If they hear a blind go up, if they hear your doorknob jiggle, they'll be in within seconds. They'll fly up and, I mean, it's hysterical. Hysterical what? is not the word I would choose. I love that she was like, the, the birds, you just walk outside, they're following us. You gotta listen. Small town folk like get real excited about the simplest stuff. <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I, this, this is a full conversation in my hometown. They're like very upset about it. Uh, okay. I like ducks though. I like ducks too. My papa used to take me to Lorenzi Park and we used to feed the ducks and it was like a very nice moment for us. That also sounds Italian. It was Italian. An Italian park? I'm Italian. In Vegas? Yeah. Lorenzi Park. Okay. Uh, we used to feed the ducks, and then we would give them bread, and then we would go to Kmart. It's revolutionary. I know. <laughs> Sounds like my entire childhood. Also Kmart involved. Yeah. Was it? Of course. Ugh, we love Kmart. Then we got a Walmart, and they went out of, out of business. Uh, Kmarts are not even in business. No, the gone. last Kmart we went to was the Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> Down the street. Yeah. The Britney Spears zone. We yeah. went there, spent two hours there, and caused a global pandemic. Literally during a global pandemic, Remember, we jumped into a bunch of balls. Jumped into a pit of balls. That was a really great idea. Like three days later, they're like, oh yeah, you can die from touching things. Yeah, so it was, was a little insane. really an exciting time for us. Okay, Justin, were you able to fix the link? Yeah, I got it. I got it. So listen to this. So this is an update. Remember Mia Ponsetto? She uh, is the one who was crazy and accused like the young man of stealing her phone. He's a black teenager. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just a total a-hole. Oh, yeah, but she, she and her like mom both. Problematic even before this. Drunk at the peninsula or something. She's been all over the place. Drunk in New York and Los Angeles. She's based in, Los- or in California. Well, I'm happy to announce 
that she has been arrested. She was arraigned in court in Manhattan via video conference uh, this past Wednesday, pled not guilty to charges including unlawful imprisonment as a hate crime, aggravated harassment, and endangering the welfare of a child. She's 22 years old. Really? She's she's horrible. Hopefully she's it's horrible. Because here's the thing. When they tried to like, ask her about it, she talked to us at uh, Gail, uh, Gail King, right? Oh, yeah. And she's like, calm down, Gail, or whatever she said to her. Do we have that audio she still? She was so entitled. She, it was oh, so... just obnoxious. And her mother, though, just as bad, gets drunk at, at, at fancy hotels and just goes off. But that shows like the privilege that people mm-hmm. have and the entitlement that they have that they just go to the peninsula, get wasted, and like harass people. Well, and I do remember, it multiple times. She made a comment. Is she Latin or she? What is she? I think she's Latin. I think she's Latin. She made a comment. She's like, I can't be racist. I'm, I'm like, oh, God. That's not how that works. Yeah. Uh, but yet here we are. But she has been arraigned. So Good. I'm happy. Well, you know, it's interesting and it's something to talk about because people that were like committing major crimes during the pandemic, it was very hard to arrest them or hold them accountable because, you know, everything was really just shut down. So people that... uh that did a lot of damage during the pandemic are going to start getting in trouble. Is there like, did you read an article somewhere that told you that? Is that like a factual thing? Or are you just like assuming in your brain? No, I'm just assuming. Yeah. I feel like you're probably right. Yeah. Right. Cops are like, I don't, I don't want to go there. I want to wear a mask and stay safe. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> I'm not sure how that would, I'm not sure that's how it works, but in my, in my mind, it makes perfect sense. In too. my mind, it makes sense. All right. Well, coming up, we're talking with Dr. James Simmons about COVID boosters, what we need to know and if we're eligible next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. It's almost time for our first round of What's Poppin' Ever. But I do want to tell you that we're doing something really cool here at Odyssey. If you head over to odyssey.com, download the Odyssey app. We're curating stations just for you. Hundreds of opportunities for you to uh, just select your playlist for summer barbecues or you know uh, get-togethers, whatever you got going on in the months ahead. Uh, there's a Beyonce radio. There's a Lady Gaga radio. All things 90s. I also hear there's even a station being curated for me, I say me, but really it's for all of our 
gay men, I'll say, in particular. Broadway. Even, yeah. Broadway oh, show tunes. Okay. My request. It's happening. Head over to odyssey.com right now. Download the Odyssey app and listen to your curated music list, your playlist right now. And while you do that, stick around, though, because Michaela has uh, the latest in what's popping. Absolutely. Okay, so uh, this is amazing. As we know, Demi Lovato now goes by they, them. Um, And so Lizzo was out celebrating this weekend when an unidentified paparazzo... Because paparazzi is plural, according uh, to Justone, obviously. our producer. Uh, and they asked Lizzo what uh, she thought about Demi, but the way they phrased it did not sit well with Lizzo. Take a listen. They. Have her team contact your team? Their team. <laughs> okay. Demi goes by they. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, oh, sir, thank you for the correction. I love that she corrected the paparazzi about Demi Lovato's pronouns. And you can even hear the paparazzi. He probably felt really stupid, but also he was like, oh, okay, thank you for correcting. Like, kind of, I felt like he was kind of rude about it. But love that Lizzo is like, we're not doing this. Also, paparazzi, if you've never interacted with them, they're kind of Neanderthals. They really are. There's a lot of dumb, like, middle-aged white guys with and they cameras have, like, who are just dumb nerds, questions. And they have no social skills whatsoever. And they have no understanding of, like, spatial awareness or like how to read a room yeah they're kind of all pretty awful there's a few that are good ones if you can come if you can there's there's a woman who i know who's fire uh, is, if it's the same woman i know Dark i'm black obsessed hair. with her yes yeah, uh-huh. she's, she's mean as all day as all get out but she's like so awesome if you get in good with her and she'll get you great photos yeah yeah but, uh, yeah but i think it's really important i think that our you know celebrities and our influencers have to remind people to you know if their friends are being gendered wrong we have to make sure that we're uh you know standing up for them and reminding people what's going on and the more that we do that the more norm the more we normalize it of so course. i love that and i love lizzo for that all right coming up in our next hour uh we're talking about an lgbtq Plus Museum, Uh, and it's really exciting the things that they're doing. It's moving towards reality, and we will discuss in detail next. Welcome back to The Morning Beat. Thank you so much for hanging out with us here. As always, we appreciate your support. Um, We're getting closer and closer to actually having an LGBTQ museum uh, here in the United States officially. Uh, We've got that news coming up for you in about 15 minutes from right now. I'm buying my ticket. I don't care when it's opening. I'm buying it. Yeah. We're here. We're queer. Get used to it. There you go. Uh, Right now, though, it is time for some news on the beat. Michaela, what do you have for us? Okay, well, there's a lot going on. Um, At least 150 people were killed by gun violence in more than 400 shootings across the U.S. during the 4th of July weekend. The deadly spate is part of a larger surge in violent crime that has set major cities uh, on edge. So far this year, gun violence incidents in New York have spiked almost 40% over the same period in 2020 with 767 shootings and 885 victims. This weekend, the city saw 26 victims in 21 shootings from Friday to Sunday in Chicago police superintendent David Brown called July 4th the most challenging weekend of the year according to Chicago Police Department data 83 people were shot including 14 killed in shootings from 6 p.m. Friday to 6 a.m. Monday just devastating all right now the news representative Lauren Boebert deliberately misgendered Cataluna Enriquez the first trans woman set to compete in the Miss USA pageant in a bizarre tweet that left her followers scratching their heads Bobart has made a name for herself as one of the most vocally anti-LGBTQ members of Congress. Earlier this month, she showed that she doesn't know what pronouns are, and she once took a brave stance against SpongeBob SquarePants being gay. 
She tweeted a picture of Enriquez, who won the Miss Nevada USA pageant this weekend. Uh, she will be the first trans- transgender contestant at the National Miss USA pageant this coming November. When boys start to play dress up, Bobart wrote, referring to Enriquez, who is a Filipina-American woman. I'm grateful for the women who answer the call to battle. She included a picture of Mara Spence in uniform. Now, Spence won the Miss Colorado America title last month and is an active-duty soldier. Uh, People had trouble understanding her point other uh, than making fun of trans women. Uh, Women used to be barred from military service, so some people pointed out that it wasn't too long ago that Spence would have also been considered someone who transgresses gender roles. She's just so problematic. I don't understand the hatred that these people feel. And honestly, as a cis woman who's competed against, uh, is competed in pageants, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care if I competed against a trans woman. If you want to get work done or you want to have things done, you can. Everyone's available to do so now. Yeah. Who cares? Like, who cares? The amount of hatred in some people's hearts for what reason is it just baffles my mind yeah it's just too much i don't care who competes against who like really honestly genuinely i don't gender means nothing to me anymore it literally and doesn't it used to, i remember growing up and thinking i remember there was a lawsuit years ago this is a terrible comparison but i remember being a young person and hearing that there was a man suing to to work at hooters because he was not uh he was a great server and wouldn't get hired there right and i remember hearing that and being like that's absurd of course not there should never be a man there but i'm like why do we even set things up in a way that puts men against women constantly the entire system is set up that way yeah why it's just too much why don't we just hire like people who are great at their jobs who want to be there or give people awards who who just fit the bill yeah and, and change what that means yeah it's all just crazy to me we could accomplish so much more if we didn't get stuck and caught up on these like dumb arguments and like poking our noses into other people's business. Yeah. I don't know, it, is, it really annoys me. All right, well, let's get into a little weather. Summer's here, and it's queer, and it's brought to you by McDonald's. It's a high of 90 in Chicago today, a high of 84 in Miami, 82 in Los Angeles, 111 in Vegas, 111 in Palm Springs, 84 in Houston with heavy rain. Now, at McDonald's, get a small summer treat, like the new Minute Maid Strawberry Watermelon Slushie or McCafe Fraps and Smoothies for just two bucks. Now, give us a vibe of the day, please. Sometimes the bravest and the most important thing you can do is just show up. I love that. I think that's really great. And it's important to say, no pressure. It takes the pressure off. Just show up. I love you. I love you. I love you, honey. All right, coming up, an American LGBTQ plus museum is moving towards reality. Find out what that means for our community. Coming up next. Michaela, are you a fan of museums? I think I know the answer, but go ahead and tell me. You know what? I am. Really? I really am. When we went to Amsterdam, we went to this amazing museum, and um, it it was really cool. I I love museums. I just don't go. It's like the zoo. Like, I love the zoo. Never go. Well, would you go if there's a museum for our community? A thousand percent. Because there's about to be one. Uh, The New York uh, Historical Society had announced... Uh, that work would start on the museum dedicated to the U.S. queer experience next year. This has been a project in the works for about four years um, in uh, Upper West Side, Manhattan. Uh, and this is really, really exciting. However, <laughs> it's also just one floor of the museum. It's the fourth floor. So we have to go all the way up those stairs or take an elevator. Can't we get a whole building? Yeah, please. Some, can we please get an entire building? Yes. Not one floor in a museum in one city in the whole country? Yeah. Like, I love what they're doing. It's really fantastic. Um, well, I think it's important. It's so important to know our history, but to have our history available because 
we were having this conversation this weekend and we always say like thanks to TikTok these 14 15 year olds are like I'm non-binary there's no coming out like you just are who you are but you didn't just get to be who you are like there was decades of fights and standing up and we often talk about it like even we're like our journeys were very different than these TikTok newer generation people and and we should know where we come from. Yeah, and also there are more people in our community than just Harvey Milk and like Liberace. Yeah, Marsha P. Johnson. There's a lot of names that people need to know about that I don't even know about, to be fair. And I will say for the past year and a half, working here at Channel Q has been an eye-opening experience for me because... I'm actually paying attention to news stories that are not in the mainstream and covering them and learning in the process and also learning how to have conversations in a different way, in a more respectful way uh, when it comes to things like, like for instance, we've got this coming up in What's Poppin', but Demi Lovato uh, and using the proper pronouns, things like that, that I used to be sort of like, ah, come on, like get over it, like grow up, like whatever, Mm -hmm. just do what, just be you, who cares? Like, I didn't see a big issue, but in in that is my cis white privilege and not even realizing how real that is for people. Yeah. And so I think that, by and large, humans are good. They just get swayed or they don't have the information or access to information to make the right decision. Straight man in the room. Yes, Justin, raising yeah. your hand. Well, I was going to say, like... Is it an issue of not there not being an actual space or if it, is it an issue of not having like when there are these spaces that are put out for, you know, art installations and museums that not enough people are going to it? The reason why I say that is because I was actually at the Huntington Library yesterday. It's a very nice garden and museum in, here in Los Angeles. And they have a pride exhibit that I had no clue about. Well, I think, yeah. That a whole I, bunch of you know queer art was there, and it was amazing. It was a great I, yeah, installation. I think a lot of times it's you don't realize. But also, there's something very different about doing a pop-up mm-hmm. and having an actual LGBTQ plus hardcore yeah, like, I location. Mean, look, Permanent I will space. say, yeah. for example, like for an example, when we were in Amsterdam, Lisa and I made it a point to go to Anne Frank's house. I come, my, my father is Jewish. It's very important that I know where I'm coming from. And also it's very, very empowering. It's like, oh, that's what my family went through. We made it a point to go there. It was so busy. Um, and people, I think, want to experience that. If I knew there was a pride exhibit or if there was a pride museum, I would go. And I think we can all agree on whenever you found out, uh, you know, where you come from as far as like your ethnicity or mm-hmm. what your family has been through. It sort of it gives you a different pep in your step. You're like, oh, that's really cool. That's what my, my family did. That's where I came from. Yeah. So to know what, you know, being gay how far we've come, it would give us an extra boost of confidence. I just don't know of any place to go. Well, yeah, because I think that the issue, I think, for being, I don't even want to just say gay, just being queer, yeah. like being in their community, right. is that until you find a community, you think you're alone. Like yes. We all think we're the only one in the world mm-hmm. until we find others. Uh, and so a physical space that's permanent uh, gives us something to like grasp onto when i was 18 19 years old is when i went to i think it was 19 went to new york city for the very first time we took the amtrak train from ohio because i fell in love with a boy named jr and he was in theater school at amda in uh, new york i convinced my best friend heidi to go with me she was like my theater girl she's the first person i came out to and we went and stayed with him in his 
apartment, which was basically a dorm. It was terrible. We slept on a mattress on the floor. We'd, we'd hooked up earlier in that summer. By the time we got there, he had a boyfriend and it devastated me. Mm-hmm. But that was the first time in my life I was around queer people and that I was open and I was out. I saw Cabaret watching Alan coming on stage was the most incredible thing like I'd ever experienced. It was bonkers. We saw Cats on Broadway. Mr. Mistopheles kind of kind of phoned it in that night. He was kind of lazy that night. But it was still just an incredible experience for me. Right. And had there been a place, because we saw museums. We went to museums because that was the thing you do when you go to a city. Mm-hmm. Had there been a museum for LGBTQ plus history, I would have gone in the heartbeat. I would have too. And it would and it could have had an impact on me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's like being Jewish and going to like a Holocaust museum and that's like, what I'm saying. Just I understanding left. like what your people have been through. And I think that that's that's the point. You know, it's like I, I don't want to compare like being gay to no, be like going through a Holocaust. No, but, but, but representation but, but it matters. Do because sure. that was the point. The yeah. point is, I left Anne Frank's home feeling strong and empowered connected to something yes yeah. and knowing that my family was able to leave the call the holocaust and and make a family and i got to be part of it. i felt strong mm-hmm. and that's how we would feel knowing you know our queer uh, background you and can't I, you can't overstate the power in just seeing others like you represented somewhere yeah it's, it's huge yeah and it's a good confidence booster it makes you feel good maybe give us a second floor maybe two floors yeah or just the whole building the whole building it's yes. okay yes it's okay all right well coming up we had an incredible weekend uh i jumped off a bridge it was very fun and we're going to talk about the fourth of july weekend next Welcome back to the morning beat after what was the most normal holiday weekend we've had in about a year oh and a half. Oh my gosh. Uh, coronavirus is still very much a part of our lives. The Delta variant is spreading across the world. You know, we've lost 605,000 Americans uh, due to this virus. However, this weekend was a time to celebrate who we are as Americans. Uh, the good, the bad, the ugly, friends, family, uh, getting together to eat lots and lots of food. I had multiple plates of barbecue this weekend, Uh, but it's you I want to focus on right now. It's time for checking in. Michaela, how are you after your cliff jump off of the side of a bridge (laughs) in uh, Long Beach? Well, okay, first of all, my weekend felt like an American Idol reunion. So I had a gig on Friday. I was just singing a song. I was. We hung out all weekend, (laughs) and we literally made out. <laughs> she was very busy. <laughs> we just made out all weekend, me and Carrie. Yeah. Um, no, so Friday, David Hernandez, who we all know is my dear friend, had a show. It was the first show with a live audience. So he invited some of his friends to come sing along. So I sang, Elliot Yamin sang, our friend Maya Sykes sang. It was like amazing. Then we went to the Abbey. I got on stage, I danced on stage. Security did ask me to get off of the stage at one point, which I did. That's how we kicked off the weekend. Then we went to Kim Caldwell's house, also a friend of mine. She's called on the show a million times because she just moved. So we spent the uh, day on a boat with her, but not before she dared me to jump off of a bridge into a canal. And you looked really cute, too, before that. Thank you so much. Well, we were very excited to be, like, ready and have a good time. Then she was like, you would never mess up your hair and makeup. And I was like... You've literally known me for 17 years. You don't think I would jump into this bridge right now? I mean, into the canal? So I did. So what's the exit strategy? I just swam out. And then... Are there ladders and stuff? No. Kim had to take her physical body and pull me out of the water. 
<laughs> while Lisa and her sister Christy cheered me on. Completely legal, I'm sure. I totally. No. Not legal. Not so much. Um, so then we watched fireworks. We went to this amazing bar where they had like this 80s band and mm. we just raged. I love. And then Sunday, we uh, went over to my friend Amy's. We had a barbecue. Coney Barrett. Yep. Amy mm-hmm. Coney Barrett. And then we just went and got piercings yesterday. And honestly, it was like a rager. I literally loved every minute of this weekend. I never wanted it to end. But I'm here now. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you. What did you do? I had a great weekend. Uh, I worked out a few times randomly. Wow. I don't know how. That's like so functioning. I know. Barry's boot camp. It's an hour. I can kill myself for an hour for two and a half hours. I did two and a half miles of sprints each day Okay. on the treadmill. That was a lot of fun. Because um, in my mind, we were going to... So you know my friend, our good friend, Lacey. Yes. She's, on, she's amazing. She's on the iCarly reboot right now. Uh, she was in Black Girl Sketch Show. She's hilarious. She's killing it right now. And uh, it was her 30th birthday party this weekend. And her birthday is on the 4th of July. So every single year, she has a huge bash called 4th of Julacy. And, it's so good. Yeah, so we were going to that, but also I was like, oh, God, it's a Hollywood party. I haven't been to one of these in a long time. It's a pool party also, so you never know what pool party means in L.A. Did anybody swim? Like her sister and a couple kids. Okay. <laughs> but you never know in L.A., pool party could mean nobody goes near it, nobody even brings a swimming suit, or everybody's drunk, naked in the pool by like four in the afternoon. Right. So you don't know which way it could go. It could go anyway. So we went and got new outfits, of course. Um my fiance and I and our friend Mike, and uh, we got new outfits, and then we packed bags with all of our swimsuits. I had three swimsuit options. Never opened the bag once. Never got in the pool. She had barbecue there that I ate so much of, and then I ate multiple pieces of cake. It was the best cake I've ever had. Yeah. And there was no way on earth I was putting on a swimsuit and getting in that pool. You also looked gorge, though. That's what I was looking for, basically. Yeah, you looked My stunning. outfit was really cute. I had a good hair day. Uh, we, we watched the fireworks all over the entire valley throughout Universal City and Burbank. And all of, they went on for like 30, 40 minutes. And we just sat there and, uh, overlooking the, up in the mountains. It was so beautiful. I love it that. It was a really, really great, great. And then I went back to the gym the next day. Yeah. My partner literally said to me, don't forget we have a workout scheduled at 1230 today. And I'm like, huh? The day after? Why? I saw that on his IG story. I was like, yeah. what is happening? I, and then he went to the gym a second time yesterday. Yeah, that's not for me. Yeah, I went and ew. got pierced with my friends, and then I was like, <laughs> let's stay cool. All right, well, coming up, uh, more news in regards to Britney Spears and her management team. Uh, we've got some details coming up in What's Poppin'. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back to The Morning Beat. Before I uh, toss it over to Michaela for What's Poppin', I do want to remind you that our show is also a podcast. So if you can't listen to us in real time, we get it. It's the summer. Schedules are all over the place. It's totally cool. You can listen to us wherever you take your mobile device. And if you're anything like Michaela and I, that means literally everywhere. So uh, head over to odyssey.com, download the Odyssey app, listen to The Morning Beat as a podcast. Also, I'm going to ask you to take it one step further and share with a friend or a family member. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, right now, it is time for What's Poppin'. Michaela, it's your time to shine. Okay, so Larry Rudolph, the longtime manager of Britney Spears, has resigned as more controversy swirls over the pop singer's restrictive conservatorship. He does say it's been over two and a half years since Britney and him last communicated. At the time, she informed him that she wanted to take an indefinite work hiatus. Now here's what's really interesting and it's not being said in this article and I wonder why. It says that he manages Aerosmith's Steven Tyler. It doesn't say, because maybe he doesn't now currently, that he manages Miley Cyrus. Now I know this because I sat next to Larry Rudolph about two years ago on a plane headed to Vegas where he lives with his wife. His wife owns a spin uh, a spin studio in Vegas that a lot of people can go to. He was lovely when I talked with him and he talked about managing Miley Cyrus at the time. Um, but he said that uh, he wants to resign because when... Britney Spears was talking to the judge. She said that she wanted to retire. She doesn't want this life anymore. So he thinks he's doing her justice. However, she does say, um, she talks about how management could have sued her for not doing the tour. Now, Larry Rudolph is her management team. He's trying to say that he had nothing to do with the conservatorship. He just wants to respect her wishes. She also goes on to say that Miley Cyrus was able to like smoke a joint, but she had to be so perfect. Now it makes sense why she uh, honed in on Miley Cyrus because Larry Rudolph managed Miley Cyrus. So she's feeling like, oh, they can all do whatever they want, but I was under all of these very strict rules. And not just smoke a joint, smoke a joint on stage and while twerk. performing. Yeah. Yeah. So, I well, mean, I mean, Britney's done some twerking in her day. Might have called it something different. Yeah, but, but she, Miley yeah. Cyrus, what she was doing, like with Robin Thicke, it was very controversial. Like, if Britney Spears ever did any of that, she would have been crucified. She just, I think, was making the point that she was held at totally different standards. Mm-hmm. And um, so he's saying that he he sent his formal letter of resignation. He will no longer be managing Britney Spears. He does say he's very proud of the 25 years they've built together. He uh, wishes her the utmost health and happiness um, but he will be stepping away and it's interesting though because at the same time that this has all happened uh, we talked about how the co-conservator Bessemer Trust jumped 
from assisting and overseeing the performer's career and $50 million fortune um, just kind of like stepped away. So it's interesting to see that after she's opened up, people are like just crumbling. They're just walking away. Except for her dad. Holding on tight. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know. It's so weird. We talked to Paula Candy about all they have to do is file uh, something that says just end the conservatorship altogether. Why well, they haven't yet? There's one for her person, like for her as an individual, and there's one for her business accounts. And there's only been one filed so far for one and not the other, I think is the issue. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's very interesting. We'll continue keeping you updated. I, the story's just so sad. I, I just feel so bad for Brittany. And I, hopefully... I just keep coming back to she can't take an IUD out of herself to have a baby. Thank you. That's insane to Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. All right, well, coming up, Little Nas X was kissing another guy at the BET Awards, and it was iconic. But another pop star got into a lot of heat when he kissed another man on an awards show we're going to discuss coming up next. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. Justin, are you going to play your audio? I know you're really, really excited about this. It was the 4th of July weekend, and there was an iconic uh, hot dog eating contest. Am I correct, Justin? What greater fortune Ugh. have we to live in America, to stand side by side on the 4th of July, to behold this man? Justin, I know you're in love with this. Who is this? Tell us. So that's George Shea. He is the uh, announcer for the hot dog eating contest that happens every 4th of July. Wait, Nathan's hot dog Nathan's eating Nathan's hot dog oh, eating contest. Okay, oh. I know about that. Yeah. Okay, real talk. First yes. and foremost, he sounds kind of iconic. Yes. He is uh, iconic. Sounds very straight. The best announcer of all time. Very, very straight. Love yes. to see it. Uh, also, um, how many hot dogs could you eat if you had to eat? In 10 okay, minutes? For, okay, for, okay who, what was the winner? Two minutes? That's how Joey long Joey Chestnut won again. I think it's his 14th time all time. So. Oh my God, Wait, so Joey. How, so how do you he prepare? has two minutes? Uh, 10 minutes. Oh, they have 10. How many did he eat in 10 minutes? How many do you think, first know, of like, all? Like 12. 100. Well, not 100, not 12. It was 76. Seven. A new world record. He ate 76 hot dogs? Yes, he did. With that's a, with insane. a bun. Yes. But they're not good. They like soak them in water, right? Yeah. That's, that's, that's kind of the, the How many strategy. could you eat in 10 minutes? Not 76. <laughs> I feel a, like I could eat 76. Maybe maybe 10. <laughs> 10, you think? No, Kayla, there's a strategy. I could literally do 25. If you just gulp it with water, I've watched these. They dip them in water. They shove it in their fat wait, mouths. Wait, you could wait, eat wait, 25, 25 hot dogs in 10 minutes? Uh-huh. I, I totally kind of want to put you to the test on that. You guys I look at my mouth. Now. Yeah, but you'd be throwing up. Should we do this for... Let's do it. Should we do this for I'll next win. Monday? In 10 minutes, here's what I could do. We I'm, can get our 25 hot dogs uh, Here's here's what, buns. Here's what I'm going to tell you. In 10 minutes, well, I, I, could could eat, I could eat three. <laughs> like, I Not could, three. I could casually... You could do more than three. I could three. casually... Hey, don't say that. Be cool. I could casually gnaw my way through three hot dogs with ketchup, mustard, and relish. See, the whole reason why I would want to participate in the, that contest is just to be announced by that guy. It's insane. The best announcer of all time. Like his announce, his his announcing, his introductions. Like let me introduce He brings you. in neutrinos. Let, let me see if I could do as good as do he it. does. All right, I'm gonna hype you up like you've never been hyped before. Go, oh my god! Please record this for me because I'm gonna ready. Play. Yes, this is your hype intro. Okay. Let's do it, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. If you have nothing else to do right now, amen. Just stick around and listen to Michaela. Give some really exciting news in news on the beat. Raging. Whoa, was that was that wild? Do you feel so hype right now? Wow. Yeah. If you have nothing better to do right now, listen to Michaela. I'm just happy you acknowledged me. Thank you so much, honey. <laughs> Take it away. News on the beat. All right. Well, oh, this is wow. serious news. Now, at least 150 people were killed by gun violence in more than 400 shootings across the U.S. during the 4th of July weekend. The deadly spate is part of a larger surge in violent crime that has set major cities on edge. So far this year, gun violence incidents in New York have spiked almost 
Over the same period in 2020, it was 767 shootings and 885 victims. This weekend, the city saw 26 victims and 21 shootings from Friday to Sunday. Now, in Chicago, Police Superintendent David Brown called July 4th the most challenging weekend of the year. According to Chicago Police Department data, 83 people were shot, including 14 killed in shootings from 6 p.m. Friday to 6 a.m. Monday. It's just so devastating because as much as we want to have fun, there's so many things happening that are just so sad. How are there 400 shootings in a weekend in our country? I don't know. How is that okay? I don't know. And, you know, the one thing that was great about the pandemic is... There were no shootings. People were in their homes. Right. And it's as we're opening up. Well, this we're... is part but this is part of the aftermath, I think. People Why are you lost making that face, mind. Justin? Because they, they, they actually showed a graphic uh, earlier this morning on CNN. It was 314 people that died last year during the 4th of July weekend. It's now up up to 400 something. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. It's just shocking. I know it is, but I think that people have lost their jobs, they've lost their relationships, their livelihood, their income, and we're coming out of a pandemic and we're all like, half of us are like, yay, let's live our best lives, and the other ones are like, have lost their minds. Well, I think so. Also, you know, a friend of mine posted, uh, they bought this beautiful home, a really expensive home in the millions uh, during the pandemic, and they've like redesigned it and it's stunning. And I was thinking like, it's gorgeous, but there are so many people that... Like you said, lost their jobs. They're not doing good. And I think that the contrast is so difficult. Yeah, you see that and you're like, how dare they? Yeah, as they weren't even able to like feed their kids. Well, I mean, we're, t- we're, we're cracking jokes and talking about a hot dog eating contest this weekend while this is happening. So this is like the reality of like what it is to be a human first and foremost. Yeah. Um, and and, and 605,000 Americans have died from coronavirus. Yeah. That's a very real number. It's just a lot. I think that everyone has to just show themselves a lot of grace because yeah. we're in such a weird period right now. All right, well, let's get into uh, a little weather. Summer's here and it's queer and it's brought to you by McDonald's. It's going to be a high of 890 in Kansas City, 84 in Miami, 64 in San Francisco, 81 in Seattle, 88 in Atlanta, and 79 in Buffalo. What? I thought I heard you say it was going to be a high of 890 today in Kansas City, so I was like, that sounds really hot. Oh, 89. 890 degrees. It's going to be 890 so degrees. So warm. Delicious. Okay, at McDonald's, uh, get a small summer treat like the new Minute Maid strawberry watermelon slushy or McCafe fraps and smoothies for just two bucks. Now give us a vibe of the day. Sometimes the bravest and most important thing you can do is just show up. I love that. Just show up. No pressure. All right. Well, uh, little Nas X showed up at the BET Awards kissing another guy, but there's another pop star who did it 10 years ago and is not happy about the heat he had to take. And we discuss next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, so a week or so ago at the BET Awards, um, Lil Nas X sort of sent shockwaves through the world of rap and hip-hop by kissing one of his male dancers at the end of his performance of a Montero. Right. Well, then Madonna got in on the conversation and said, listen, I did this long ago, so give me my respect. No. Said the cis white lady with blonde hair who kissed another blonde haired woman. <laughs> who was like fetishized and sexualized and for it. And not doing it for a cause at all. Mm-hmm. And then started going. what started going uh, viral on social media were all the times that Madonna has stolen content from other artists. And people started oh, calling did that her really? Out. They started calling her out for that last No week. way. Yep. So she was kind of put in her place. 
Well, now Adam Lambert has some thoughts uh, about uh, Lil Nas X kissing another man because Adam Lambert uh, did this same thing 10 years ago and was essentially canceled. Um, so he spoke with uh, Billboard recently and said, um, he's really given it to us. He said, I thought it was hot. I think he's definitely like the gay pop star that is 2020. He's bold. He's controversial. He's pushing boundaries. Uh, that's what we want our pop stars to do. Pop stars to do. It's just taken this long to have it be a gay one. Um, and a lot of people are wondering how he must really be feeling because he did do it first. Yeah. And he wasn't the first, but he's like the first one that really ca- caught headlines and got decimated for it. Well, he was in an interview and the person interviewing him, I believe it was Good Morning America or the Today Show, and they said, um, what do you think Good about America. The, yep. the kids watching you kiss another you know, man, essentially? And he was uh, set up to have to answer these questions that would never be asked of a straight person, mm-hmm. of a person kissing the opposite sex on television, which we've seen multiple times. I mean, we remember when um, when Ryan Gosling and what was her name? She's so hot. Uh, Rachel, McAdams. Rachel McAdams won for Best Kiss, and she literally ran into his arms, straddled him, and kissed him. Like, nobody questioned that. Nobody ever said, Ryan, what do you think kids think about you kissing, you know, Rachel McAdams? And so... It just, uh, you know, again, and to Madonna's, to the point of Madonna, Madonna kissing Britney was never an act of of activism. It was to look hot, you know, which is the one thing that- It was to look young and relevant still. And that's actually quite the opposite of what lesbians want. We've often been overly fantasized, sexualized. So for Madonna to do that, Mm -hmm. it was actually kind of problematic anyway. Well, I said this last week and she also kissed Christina Aguilera, but Christina had black hair in that- performance and there's something about blonde white women that men go crazy over so it's a very different conversation well i also think to your point i understand it i think that the bigger story was britney and madonna kissing and the camera panning immediately to justin and by doing that they cut the christina kiss because justin's reaction was not pleased with britney and madonna kissing because they were dating at the time were they still i think yeah well, this, this took place back in 2009, Adam Lambert's performance at the American Music Awards. And I've worked with the American Music Awards for years. It's a Dick Clark production. Um, and sort of what he just went through after that really is just unfortunate. And but, but, that's, but that's how the world works. It always takes a few people sticking their necks out before anybody else is ready for somebody else to have. You look at somebody like uh, uh, Carl Nassib. Who's having all this like love right now in the NFL, and he's got the number one selling jersey in the entire NFL. And if it weren't for Michael Sam, Carl Nassib doesn't exist. Yeah. If it wasn't for Adam, Lam- and 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 I'm glad this is kind of because I know a lot of times we talk about race, the race of it all, and that's very it's real. Um, and Carl Nassib is benefiting from Michael Sam, but Lil Nas X is now benefiting from Adam Lambert. So it's flipped, and I, I like that. At least at least we're seeing representation. Uh, the first, first or second or third usually doesn't get a whole lot of love. And then it changes. Yeah. But I will say, I think that what's cool right now, too, is we're seeing a resurgence of, like, these people that got in trouble the first time. Like, this is kind of a great look for Adam Lambert. Like, he's kind of, like, back in the news, revel- like, relevant again. Yeah, And maybe this is, like, a chance for him to, like, renew his career well, again. Well, speaking to your, your point about Good Morning America, talking to Adam Lambert about, you know, is it appropriate to do that and, f- and for kids to see it, they showed the Britney Madonna kiss on that 
and then censored his. Blurred it. it out. Isn't that insane? Yeah, it was so crazy. But that's, it goes to show, to my point that I always make, two women kissing is hot and cool and sexualized and like the fantasy. And what is two men kissing no, to the media? It's not masculine. Disgusting. It's gross. Yeah. It's just, it's awful. So I'm, I'm really happy. I've talked with Adam um, quite a few times just with our idol backgrounds. He's so lovely. He's so talented. And I hope that this does a lot more for his career. Are you saying something, Justin? Yeah, I was I was just going to bring up, like, are we at that tipping point, though, where it, two men kissing are becoming essentially semi-normalized? I think, I think so. I think we're getting there. I really do think we're actually getting yeah. there because it's on TV shows now all the time. Grey's Anatomy, you see two men, like, literally, like, on Grey's Anatomy, they have scenes where, like, one of the guys is, like, going down on the other one, and then they're full-on having sex scenes in bed, and they, they, they show what they would show for any of those things in prime time. Um, but so I think there are enough people pushing the envelope now and enough celebrities who come out in support of their LGBTQ plus brothers and sisters when we have one of those stories, I think, coming up uh, in this hour, Michaela has it in What's Poppin', um, where there's enough celebrities that are changing the culture uh, and people are getting on board. Yeah, absolutely. I I do. I think it's more normalized, too. And I think that um, to the point that Adam made the day that he kissed, you know, if we're going to normalize heterosexuality, we're going to continue normalizing homosexuality. But I will also say, though, on, on a much smaller scale, every single time I post a photo of my partner and I kissing on social media, mm-hmm. on Instagram in particular, we get the most likes that we ever get on any of our posts, but we also lose 100 or 200 followers every single time you post Which is so odd. Do they not understand that you're gay? Like, do your followers not know you're Some gay? Some people just get shocked by it, I guess. They haven't looked through my whole entire account. I have no idea. That's wild. No. All right, well, coming up, is this the world's worst housemate find out what these women did um and how they found out their roommate was creepy coming up next welcome back to the morning beat thank you so much for joining us as always as we roll along on this tuesday after a holiday weekend it was a fun weekend we had a conversation about what we did uh and if you missed that conversation download the odyssey app listen to our checking in segment um right now though we're talking about listen I've had some weird, weird roommates over the years. Actually, at the beginning of the pandemic, we randomly had a roommate for a couple of months. Needed a place to stay. She wanted to stay with us for a month. Pandemic happened. She stayed for three or four. It got a little bit uncomfortable when she wouldn't clean up her puzzle of Mars that she was doing in the corner of our living room for a (laughs) solid two months, but also would do about two to three pieces of a thousand piece puzzle every day and invite us to join her. We didn't want to, but that's neither here nor there. She's still was nowhere near the world's worst housemate. Uh, That woman um, might be, uh, I don't know, Jordan? Or Jordan? Okay, so Jordan from Dallas is the actual roommate's name. She's not the bad roommate, right? So Katie and Jordan live with another girl. Um, and she, they were wondering, like, is she going through our stuff? Things are weird. Uh, they were realizing that things were off. Uh, one of her vibrator went missing. Right? Uh, that's a big oh one. Oh, my God. So uh, they decided to catch her in the act. They installed a hidden cameras in their rooms to catch this, this roommate of theirs uh, and said that this roommate was spotted rummaging in her and her housemates' uh, rooms when they were out of town, according to these cameras. So these girls are like 26 years old, right? I can't imagine what I would do. This footage is kind of creepy. It's kind of chilling. Whenever you see like footage that doesn't have audio to it, it it's sounds so it seems scarier. Creepy. But this girl is literally in their bedroom, going through their nightstand, digging through their things, wearing a robe 
just ha- having her happy little self. Yeah, just when the cat follows her around, just doing whatever she wants. What would you do if you found out your roommate was doing that? Would you confront them? I th- oh, a million percent. Really? A thousand percent. How? Yeah, it's my stuff. What would stuff. you say? What would this conversation... Okay, let's just set the stage. I am the person who is going through your things. I would say I set up cameras and I saw you in my room and I want my stuff back and I want you to get out. That would be the conversation. That's that's the radio appropriate version of what you would say? Yeah. Because you, I would, get you would ra- go off. I totally would go off, but that would be there would be no discussion. If I had clear footage of somebody rummaging through my belongings, it's over. Because it's not even about this stuff. It's literally just such an invasion of privacy. And it feels yucky and it doesn't feel right. And you know, it's it's just uh, it's just a privacy thing. Well, she would find things like your makeup, nail polish, like little things like that, a necklace, a ring in this other roommate's room. And then she found her old school ID in her room, which is really odd. That's a weird thing like, to why have. Would you, and then after the vibrator went missing, that's when she was like, listen, do you ask for that back? Absolutely not. Do you wash it? Does it go into a dishwasher? Well, is it dishwasher safe? I don't know if we can talk about this on air, but... I will say, like, as a lesbian woman, one of the, like, kind of rules that you have is that if you do choose to be intimate with sex toys, whenever you get a new partner, you get a totally brand new sex toy. It's, like, kind of disrespectful if you ever use the same sex toy on the same woman. It's just, like, a cleanliness thing. It's just, like, a respect thing. Sure. So for her to, like, steal the sex toy and then also use it, it's just, like, it's just weird. Like, it's just... Odd. I'll tell you one time I was in college. This is a weird story. I didn't know this was going to come up this hour. Uh, my freshman year of college, I had a, a roommate. I won't say his name. Um, but I will say his first name is James. I'll say that. He was vile. Uh, we lived together for just a few months in the dorms. First and foremost, I'm a closeted gay kid, and I'm afraid to live with, like, another dude anyways. It was, like, a weird, weird time, right? But I was still in the closet. And I came home not once but twice to my dorm and one time found him um, pleasuring himself while wearing my Abercrombie boxers. Ah! I was uh, an employee at Abercrombie and walked in. He didn't know I was coming in. And there he was going to town. Yeah. Oh, in my, my God. Boxers. Oh, my God. In my boxers. But were you sort of flattered or no? No, he okay. was awful. Got and it. because here's the thing. Like, he hated everything about me. He hated the fact that I was like rushing a fraternity. He hated the fact that I had friends on our on our floor. He hated the fact that I worked at Abercrombie. And he made all these assumptions of me based on these things I was doing in my life. I was just like a cool kid for the first time in my life making friends, right? He hated all of those things. And it got so bad that he was like threatening me. Oh and I God. ended up moving out because it was just a scary situation. And he was sort of like low-key, like single white female to me a little bit. And I came home one day. You know how everybody has those dry erase boards on their door? It's how you, like, write and communicate with each other when you're in dorms, especially back then when people don't have cell phones. And my best friend, Jenny, lived on one of the other floors. We were from the same small town, so we were, like, friends in college. And she and I were always together. He drew a picture on that white erase board of him murdering me with a knife from the lower bunk bed to the top bunk bed and blood dripping from my bunk bed. That was the moment I was like, I went to my RA and wait, I said, I Wait, need... say it again? He drew a picture of him murdering me on the dry erase board with a knife. And so I was like, okay, this is time. We got her because you couldn't take pictures back then. You couldn't prove anything. So I ran and got my RA and I had her look. And I'm like, listen, also, 
he masturbated in my shorts, my my boxers. So like, was so he like a, an uh, like an odd odd guy? Totally weird. And turns out, months later, I find out that he rushed a fraternity, joined the fraternity that I was rushing. I did not join because I was like, I don't need to buy my friends, and got a job at not Abercrombie and Fitch, which was the most popular store in the mall at the time. Hollister? He got a job. At American Eagle. Ew. Ew, basic. He was obsessed with me. He wanted your life, honey. I wish I had a video camera, though. Well, listen. I don't know. I don't want to know what else he was doing. I honestly just feel very grateful that I'm with my partner. I don't have roommates anymore. But I do think that it. They're the worst. Well, yeah. Yeah, they are. Okay. The whole story just turned out to be so freaky. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Coming up, speaking of invasion of privacy, one of our very dear friends oh, had their home burglarized last week and we're going to discuss in detail as I spoke to him the day it happened. Coming up next. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. I say thank you a lot because I'm really grateful to all of our listeners. I really am. I'm also grateful for you and that hairdo, Michaela, because your hair right now <laughs> is iconic. You just you just shoved your headset on and your hair know, is all over the place. I I'm also grateful for this. Our parent company, Odyssey, is rocking and rolling right now. Actually, Rock and Roll might be one of the channels you could listen to as one of our new curated channels here on the Odyssey app. We've got something for everyone. Whether you're heading to a barbecue this weekend, maybe a pool party, you got a road trip coming up, we've got curated playlist stations created just for you. Maybe you're into Lady Gaga Radio or Club Odyssey. Perhaps I'm 290s for this dance and so many more. I hear we're even getting a show tunes station that was my request. You're literally so excited about this Gay show. Gay is the day I've is never, long. I've never known anybody to be so excited about Broadway. Love, Tunes. love, love, love Broadway. Right, well, uh, I love you. Can't wait for it to come back this fall. But in the meantime, I'm going to download the Odyssey app, which I already have, and listen to the show tunes uh, whenever they're available. So head over there and do that right now while Michaela gives you the latest and what's popping. This one hits a little close to home, Michaela. What's going on? So this is really tough. I'm going to go ahead and just give you like the insight that I got. So um, I had set up Todrick to do a really big interview with a Peloton instructor who's a dear friend of mine. And we were live on air and uh, Kim Caldwell and the instructor called me and were like, he's not on the interview. What are we going to do? And I was like panicking. So I got into my car after our morning show and I called Todrick and I said, babe, you totally dropped the ball on that interview I set you up with. What happened? And he said, Michaela, I'm so sorry. I just woke up in London to find that my home in L.A. was burglarized. So he um, had cameras set up and he was told by his assistants that whoever went into his home took thousands, thousands, over $50,000 worth of things. And unfortunately, he said that he feels like he knows exactly who it is. I don't know if I'm allowed to say who it is, um, but it is somebody very close to him that he believes happened. Now, thankfully, and what he was very grateful for is he does have two cats and the cats were unharmed. They didn't run away or anything. So the important stuff is still there. Um, But it's just really sad because I've known Todrick since I was 16. I knew him before he was famous. I knew him before any of this. And I celebrated him buying his first home just this year. I went over. We celebrated. He invited Emil and I to a pool party like a week ago. Yeah. Two weeks ago. Yeah. And so we were just celebrating. I remember going into his closet and it like looked like the Louis Vuitton store. I mean, he's worked so hard. And to just, you know, have an, an insider kind of... 
I feel like that's how a lot of burglaries are, though. Like, they know exactly when you're going to be there. They know exactly when you're going to be gone. And I'll tell you what. Listen, and I and this, I was reminded of this this weekend. I was at a, at a, at a pool party uh, for the 4th of July for a friend of ours who is now a celebrity. We knew her as a friend who worked at a restaurant for many, many years. She's been our friend for a long time. But there were major, major celebrities there. And once you get to know people that are in that space, by and large, they're all just normal. They're normal people. And I think for Todrick... He's a kid with a dream from Texas who started making YouTube videos, who is now very, very, very successful, but he's still a kid from Texas. And I think he needs to understand that now he is like an A-list celebrity and he needs to act accordingly. He has, yeah. his, he has his home open to so many people, which is a beautiful thing. But now he needs to think like as an adult and like think of security and things like that because this is scary. I, I will say though, the person though who he believes did it, and we won't say, was somebody that should have had access because of what they do so it's not like he like left the doors wide open while he was you know in london sure i think he's trying to be as responsible as he knows how to be and i think that the situation that happened was sometimes just what happens to bigger celebrities you let people in your inner circle doing work for you it's time for background checks and extra security it really is real talk you just really can't let that happen it is and you know to be fair you're letting people in your home because we were in a pandemic Sure. So as opposed to being able to go places to get, sure. you know, things done, I just feel so bad. I, I, you know, it's just he made, he did really well and, and it's just annoying, but I'm glad that he's safe and his cats are safe and all things that can be replaced. Now, finishing up this hour, uh, we're going to be talking, uh, BYU students organized a large pride despite anti-LGBTQ universities disapproval. We're going to talk in detail about why it's such a big deal coming up in our final hour. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. We have a fantastic hour coming up for you. But first, it is time for some uh, news on the beat. Michaela Gordon, uh, what are we talking about? All right, well, so U.S. states with below average vaccination rates have almost tripled the rate of new COVID-19 cases compared to states with above average vaccination rates. New data is showing now this huge disparity underscores the two Americas that are emerging as life returns to normal in some areas and cases surge again in others. In the UK, Prime Minister Boris Johnson revealed plans to lift most lockdown rules by the middle of the month, despite rising cases. We must reconcile ourselves, sadly, to more deaths from COVID, he said. His perspective is causing concern among health experts. In Thailand, a leaked memo from the country's health ministry is raising doubts about the efficacy of China's vaccine. Now, in other news, search and rescue efforts at the Surfside condo collapse site have grown even more urgent as Elsa barrels toward the state. The tropical storm is expected to impact the west coast of Florida, but could bring rain and dangerous winds that would complicate the search. Sunday evening's demolition of the rest of the building has made efforts easier, though residents were not allowed to retrieve their belongings before the building was felled. It's been almost two weeks since the collapse, but rescue teams are still holding out hope that they may find survivors in the rubble. So far, 117 people remain unaccounted for, and 28 people are confirmed to have died. Just devastating. All right, in other news, Representative Lauren Boebert deliberately misgendered Cataluna Enriquez, the first trans woman set to compete in the Miss USA pageant. In a very bizarre tweet that left her followers scratching their heads, Boebert has made a name for herself as one of the most vocally anti-LGBTQ members of Congress. Earlier this month, she showed that she doesn't know what pronouns are, and she once took a brave stance against SpongeBob SquarePants being gay. 
She tweeted a picture of Enriquez, who won the Miss Nevada USA pageant this past weekend. She will be the first transgender contestant at the National Miss USA pageant this coming November. When boys start to play dress up, Bobert wrote, referring to Enriquez, who is a Filipina-American woman, I'm grateful for the women who answer the call to battle. She included a, included a picture of Maura Spence in uniform. Spence won the Miss Colorado America title last month and is an active duty soldier. People had trouble understanding her point other than denigrating trans women. Women used to be barred from military service, so some people pointed out that it wasn't too long ago that Spence would have also been considered someone who transgresses gender rules. What an a-hole. I know. Like, this is what... I, I, this is I what you're doing with your time, and this is how you're having a conversation with like the people who like support you. Yeah. And you're a member of Congress. Yeah, yeah, that part. Yeah, like you were voted. She's an like, idiot. Uh, it's just insane to me. All right, well, let's get into some weather. Summer's here, and it's queer, and it's brought to you by McDonald's. It's going to be a high of 77 in Buffalo, 90 in Chicago, 86 in Cleveland, 91 in Sacramento, 111 in Indio, and a high of 86 in Atlanta. Now, at McDonald's, get a small summer treat like the new Minute Maid strawberry watermelon slushie or McCafe fraps and smoothies for just $2. Now, give us a vibe of the day. Sometimes the bravest and most important thing you can do is just show up. I love that. I love that. All right, coming up, BYU students organized a large pride march despite uh, their Mormon school's anti-LGBTQ policies. Find out how many people attended and what's next. Coming up. Come on, Born This Way. Come on, Born This Way. This song never gets old to me. And while I don't feel like I'm necessarily the age demographic to be out there advocating all day every day although we do do a radio show four hours per morning talk about lgbtq issues it's so good to see this younger generation taking up the mantle and fighting in ways that i don't even think our generation would have imagined yeah not that long ago yeah uh ringham young university byu one of the most conservative universities in the country mormon based uh in the heart of Mormon land in Utah. Uh, well, the students there, where, by the way, uh, being gay or a member of our community is completely, completely not acceptable. Like, they've kicked students out for decades who have come out as whatever letter in the alphabet they want to come out as. Mm-hmm. Well, over a thousand people attended the school's first unofficial pride march, uh, and it happened. Uh, just recently as as a sort of rebuke to the uh, BYU's long, dark, anti-LGBTQ history. Uh, this is really cool, and I think this is really awesome, and I think it's worth pointing out. A thousand people, and their signs said things like, You are loved, and all are alike unto God. They're invoking God in this one. Pretty cool stuff. Yeah. You know, I think the one thing that you and I talk about so often, we both grew up in Catholic school, um, and we were taught so many things about being gay and God and the Bible, enough that you were an atheist for a couple of years. I know uh, I had 15. my... Yeah, 15. <laughs> I had my own, um, you know, relationship with spirituality. And I think that what we often push here on this show without, you know, getting too religious is like, you can, you know, go to heaven as a gay person still, if that's what you believe. And, um... And I just think it's really great. I think it's really important that we're sharing and spreading the narrative that you're okay in everybody's eyes. Well, let's just paint the picture about BYU. Let's talk about the problematic past for just a moment. From 1959 
Until the mid-1990s, the school ran aversion therapy programs to cure homosexuality. Uh, they would administer vomit-inducing drugs or electrical shocks oh, to people's arms or genitals no. while showing them same-sex pornographic images. This is at a university. A university. In 1962, the school officially banned gay students over worries that they would contaminate other students. In the mid and late 1970s, the school security chief planted listening devices, fake gay ads in local papers, and surveillance on local gay bars to find out who the gay students were. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? This is just vile to me. From 1976 to 1985, an entire decade, the school had a values institute specifically meant to further anti-gay scholarships. Then in the 1990s, the school prohibited homosexual conduct in its honor code, uh, forbidding regular association even with gay men. Yeah. In 2000, the school kicked out 13 students caught watching the groundbreaking TV show Queer as Folk. They were watching the show and got kicked out of their university. Okay, so as recently as 2011, the honor code prohibited homosexual advocacy defined as seeking to influence others to engage in homosexual behavior or promoting homosexual relations as being morally acceptable, all part of the homosexual propaganda. Yeah, I want to go back to the conversion therapy of it all, of being administered drugs that make you throw up. I mean... I will say I hate to throw up. It's something that I don't do often, but when I do, it's awful. Everybody feels like that. No one even likes it. Imagine being tortured like that, Mm -hmm. being administered drugs, forcing people to watch gay porn while forcing you to throw up and then also setting you up with gay ads and, and putting... These things where they can hear your conversations. To trap I mean, you. To, to trap you, to get you in trouble. Like, I feel like that's torture. I mean, it really, really is just because you love who you love. And that's still also legal in some places. Well, as recently as 2017, yeah. faculty at BYU had been advised that any woman with a shaved head or a man wearing any sort of makeup should be reported for violating the honor code. Does so, Lisa. Yeah, so, my so, partner, Lisa, who's a shaved head. Or me, who wears, wears makeup, makeup sometimes. Yep. Like, let's just paint that picture. Yeah. These kids, a thousand kids showed up. A thousand? Under these circumstances, knowing the history of all of this at this school, a thousand brave souls showed up to support their first pride. It's a pride. big deal. It's a huge deal. It's a deal. really big deal. And they've come a long, long way in providing support for the community. Um... Just stop being a-holes, people. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Like, we're really fun. We're nice. We're kind. Yeah. A thousand people at a very religious school. That's a big deal. Amen. You know, I want (laughs) to say that that you can think that being gay is a sin, but so is torturing people. So is conversion therapy. Yeah. So are things like holding people's faces to ice. Yeah, we can debate those things all day long. What we can't debate is that if you are a religious person... The clearest, clearest message from the Bible is to love one another 
and to not judge. Yeah, seriously. So get over it. So I'm really proud of uh, these thousands of people, uh, these 1,000 people. And um, and I hope they keep that going. You know, we often talk about how we hope that Pride lasts 365 days a year. And so hopefully they'll be able to implement something where, uh, you know, gay people feel safe now. Absolutely. All right. Well, coming up in So What Did I Miss? Find out what happened to 60 ducks who were just walking around a city in Louisiana. Coming up next. <laughs> Tell me good. How about this? I love a good alcoholic cocktail. You know I do else? too. You know what else I love? What? Ice cream. Love ice cream. How about this? An inventor has developed a machine that turns beer and other alcoholic drinks into a soft scoop ice cream that maintains its potency. The below zero machine takes any alcoholic beverage and crystallizes it in under 30 minutes for a treat that can, if you'd like, be covered in sprinkles and chocolate mm. sauce. Uh, this was developed uh, with WDS Dessert Stations in Hinkley, Illinois. Uh, the Midwest, always good for a good cocktail. Uh, the drink is first degassed to remove the carbon dioxide, then mixed with a gel put in the machine, and out comes ice cream. Will Rogers is the name of the man who invented it. Oh, wow. It's a good name. I like it. Yes. Nitrogen. Nitrogen is the secret. Yum. Have you ever had a boozy uh, milkshake? Uh, no. I have. They're Sounds delicious. Delicious. But also problematic. You can only really have like one. You're not having multiple. They're heavy. Wow. Maybe a little, uh, little, little, little souped up ice cream cone for you. That sounds delicious. Get you boozed. I would love that. Well, that's my first good story. All right. Well, I have a good story too. So a single mom and cafe owner did a lot of really amazing work during uh, the pandemic and uh, had a lot of specialty drinks and food items listed on the menu. The proceeds of those products were then donated to select charities and partners. And uh, she was so incredible. And so uh, she was doing a live television interview interview where she was surprised with a cruise to the Caribbean. I'm sorry, just a Caribbean vacation. Um, And they wanted to thank her for all of the things that she uh, had done. You know, it's amazing. I think what we're going to start seeing is all of the people that worked really hard during the pandemic to keep their restaurants open, to keep people fed, to keep people loved and okay, they're going to start getting acknowledged. And I I just love that. A single mom with her three kids able to go to the Caribbean now. It's awesome. It's awesome. I do love that story the caribbean so beautiful by the way yeah okay how about reddit reddit is always in the news uh, a reddit comment leads to over a hundred thousand dollars in donations for foster child support group this is really cool it all started with a simple comment on reddit uh and somebody said what is something you've done purely out of the goodness of your heart but have never told anyone so their comment has received over twenty thousand upvotes and has brought all sorts of attention to one simple wish. It's a nonprofit that aims to raise awareness about the foster care system and grants wishes to children and young people. Um, so they work with over 700 different social service agencies across the United States. Wish, wishes can be all sorts of things. It can be like a guitar lesson. It can be new sporting gear. Whatever the wish is, they try to make it come true. Well, since Monday, Nearly 800 wishes have now been granted because of this one conversation starter. More than $85,000 was donated to fill the wishes, and an additional $25,000 has been raised to fund future wishes, all because somebody started a conversation online. Amazing. That's just so cool. And also, low-key, like... 
good people do good things all the time. Yeah. But it's not very often that you get to talk about it. Yeah. So and when I the conversation that, starts, I think it's okay. I think it's okay, too. I think it's nice to acknowledge. Well, uh, listen, this was brought to you, uh, tell me something good, by McDonald's. At McDonald's, you can get a small summer treat like the new Minute Maid strawberry watermelon sushi or McCafe Fraps and Smoothies for just two bucks. Happy Tuesday. We hope that you have an amazing rest of your day. We have a great show for you tomorrow, including Rosé will be joining us. This was literally AJ's favorite. You're obsessed with her. Uh, she'll be talking with us. Also, it's Red, White, and Q. Uh, take care of yourselves. Thank you for joining us as always, and we'll see you tomorrow. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t